thank you. Thank you all. Is it okay? Okay. Thank you all to be here. Today I'm, I'm going to talk about Geraldus Odonis. Um, in these slides I will, will provide Odonis' view on university of the term ends and try to figure out whether contemporary notion of ontological pluralism can be accounted for analogy or university of existence. Well, our, all our um, uh, conference is built thanks to uh, Aristotle metaphysics, so I, I thought it was, it was a, a, a good thing to put it in slide, the question which was raised long ago, still is and always will be, and which puzzle us night and day as your post on Instagram, <laughs> what is being? Well, Odonus, Odonis is a Franciscan friar. He, uh, he was born in the 13th century. He was French. In, he was born in Cambuilt. Thought theology at Toulouse. And he is best known as an anatomist, uh, as a physician. Um, he has this innovative view on projectile uh, motion. He, uh, he um, is considered a sort of... Um, um, anticipator of the um, theory of impetus made by John Buridan. He was a strong realist in, in, in metaphysics. Uh, in his distinction first in commentary in the sentence, he had this kind of view according to which there are nine kind of being in the posited being with creation, produ uh, producible being, ideal being, intelligible being, intellected being, Willable being, willed being, possible, positive, and quiditative. It's better to say that uh, from producible being up to possible being is a kind of being that pertains just to God's mind. Regarding logic, he was um, uh, interested to uh, how to be realist um, for uh, principles like non-contradiction and excluded middle. middle. He was a uh, also propositional realists like Walter Burley. Um, well, now I, um, I would like to depart by set, set out what are the key features of university, just roughly. ANSI is a general concept for university, also for analogy, for Scotus is a notitia clara, is a determinable concept in the Thomistic tradition, is a determinate uh, concept not taken in itself. Taken in itself and describe really describe the reality very confusedly. Well, universities accept the analogy analogical unity, being said for a primarily ontological reference. The kind of analogical unity they accept is the ana, a, a sort of ontologically ontological robust. How is split this kind of ontological robust? in ends as transcendental and being ontologically dependent for ends. Now, I want to, I, I thought that would be uh, clear um, to the part by uh, saying what is uh, analogy, at least very, very generally. Uh, but it's also good if you um, maybe interact, if there is something, if there is, if there is some mistake, it's better if you tell me. For X, X is an answer if and only if X is strongly dependent from what is to be X. What is the sense? That's to be an answer for Socrates, for Socrates is to be what Socrates is. To be ends for God is to be what God is. And they both differ in the reference of, uh, to the ends. 
So they refer to ENTS as general concept, even though when I say that Socrates is ENTS, the est ENTS reference is different from God as reference. What about university? For all x, x is an ENTS, if and only if x is weakly dependent from what is to be x. So ENTS in itself has its independent ontological value. Although being is not a genus, it is univocally common. If it is common, it needs to be instantiated. But how? Being instantiated to its inferior, differentia, needs two, count, two kinds of um, instantiation. One, genus to species, and another one, to species to individuals. Uh, according to Aristotelian motto, genus cannot be being cannot be a genus, sorry. So Scotus preferred to uh, describe the kind of instantiation of being to individuals like species to individuals. Why so? Uh, just because individuals have nothing to species, species get instantiated as a whole to its individual. Uh, genus surely gets instantiated, but as a part to its individual. But what is the difference? Would be being a species. To characterize the, the level of universality, we have to understand what is above a species or, um, uh, or uh, a differentia. And um, if being were a species, then it means that what is above the species is something that is not being. But this is contradictory. Then being a species are analogous to the extent of the instantiation, but disanalogous to the extent of uh, their nature. Then this is a little schema of um, university of being. Socrates as ends, God as tense, have the same reference to this term. They differ in their intrinsic mode. Um, and intrinsic mode does not modify being through the addition of forger reality. Being an intrinsic mode are not different as realities, but uh, as reality and its intrinsic mode. It just means uh, are different like formal, uh, formal difference in, in Scotistic um, framework. Then uh, let's make the map to better understand what are the general concepts of the difference between university and, uh, university and analogy, at least in our um, main actor. Scotus and Aquinas. So the question is if ENTS is, is a transcendental notion, where for transcendental notion we say that X is a transcendental, if and only if X is a coextensive property of being, if, uh, if Y is an ENTS, Y will have its transcendental property. So they both agree. Has, has it a, conce a conceptual dimension? Whether, uh, where for conceptual dimension, I mean, uh, X is conceptual, if you know, if X is representative, it shows a meaning. Is it ex exhaustive? Exhaustive, if you know, if as a, an exploring power on itself. Uh, for Scotus, I think that uh, it has, but I'm not that sure for Aquinas. So if you can help me maybe later. Mm. Then if the term ends is determinate, uh, for determinate, I mean X is what it is, not in virtue of other terms. And um, for Scotus, uh, it's not like that. It's surely, surely for Aquinas. This is, oops, sorry, I don't know what I, what I did. 
Okay. Okay. So for Scotus, uh, the, um, the nature of being is considered like uh, a determinable to its determinates in serile conceptus tantum determinabilis est conceptus entis et determinans tantum est conceptus ultime differentia. So we have desiderata for univoces, ensas transcendental, conceptual dimension of ends, exhaustivity of the term ends, determinable of determinates. So let's, let's get back to um, Geraldus Odonis distinction. In uh, distinction tree of his questiones in first sentenciarum, he tried to explain, uh, he, he asked himself uh, whether is there any common term which can be predicated both of God and creatures? If, uh, whether is there a univocal concept in common? And whether is there a univocal objective reality outside the mind signified by the common concept? Well, in the conclusion prima, we have three demonstrations. There is a meaning for all creatures and objects outside the soul. This concept is indifferent and neutral. This common definition is signified by the term ends. Well, let's, let's depart with, the, with the, the first argument, the argument from contradiction. All things included in an extreme of contradiction, say Odonis, agree in some reality. The extreme of contradiction in which entity disagrees something like not, not being, the contradiction of nothingness is not nothingness, namely an ends. God and creatures are entities, then God and creatures agree in some reality. Well, what emerged is that for them to be uh, in the same nature means just to agree in some, uh, in some, um, in some property. But the fact is that he, he does not explain how this is, is it possible? Is it, um, is it possible just the agreement in a certain property to be of the same reality? It just doesn't explain it. Then there is, the, there is the, second, the second question, whether an ends is a common concept, uh, neutral, indifferent. He said, um, each definition, ratio, assumed with predicate, causes a complexion, uh, or proposition. Complexion is a, a, a term which um, came out from the um, the realist about proposition, as I, told, as I said before. So definition cannot create, create the same complexion for all entities. The definition of reality causes its complexion. The complexion of reality's definition cannot include all the rationes of all entities. Then reality, or ends, as its proper definition. Very different. Then he continued by proving it. How to prove? When we say looks as ends, the meaning of ends is included in the meaning of looks. Instead, the same is not true for the composition like looks as substantia. Why so? Just because when we say that looks as ends, um, we take ends as a cumulative notion or disjunctive notion. What is a cumulative notion? X is a cumulative notion if and only if what it is, what it is um, to be uh, X is to be B or A or C or V or J or F. Then we have a more clear um, uh, landscape in order to understand in which sense we can um, make sense of looks as tense and not looks as substance just because looks is either substance or accident. 
But well, he said, someone could say, when I say looks extends, ends in this complexionem, in this preposition, is not evident in the name, not in the rest. Uh, what relies under this, um, under this consideration is just the fact that when I say that, uh, when, when, I, when I state this uh, quiditative uh, predicate, I just saying a very general things about the, about, um, about the item I'm, I'm referring, but I'm not saying nothing really. I cannot say the, the fact that looks is an end in reality. Well, he said the ratio is not evident as the referent of the term. The term is not its meaning, or the term is to its meaning or stand for its meaning. Then again, ends is predicated of all the reality. Just because uh, God stands to its referent, human beings stand to, Socrates stands to its referent, but uh, uh, if I say that both are ends, um, I'm just stating that the term ends, uh, the meaning of ends, uh, make them participating. Obviously, for, pure, for prius or posterius. Well, here we have a Gerard, Gerard of Bologna objection. Uh, Gerard of Bologna was a Thomistic scholar. He was a Carmelitan friar. Um, he had this objection according to which um, I can know how to prove God's existence, but it doesn't follow that if I know God, uh, um, that I know God quiditas, both in speciale or in general. Well, this argument um, relies on the difference that in medieval, in medieval philosophy has been made between the God argument, God demonstration argument, and the difference between Anselm and, and Aquinas. For Aquinas, um, for Aquinas, it's impossible to um, show what God is before telling what are uh, what are his um, his effect instead differently. For for Anselm, the question was different. We can explain a priori according to what God is, how it exists. Then. Adonis replies was, was is, uh, is very is very short. Every quiditas cognita cognized must be known in singular if singular. The natural reason can have the diving essence if and only if it know the diving essence in something similar to itself. And B, the cognitum is apt for a human being. Then essentia divina and existencia divina are idem. If we know its existence, we know its essence. Then, when we cognize God, we cognize God both in speciale and in generale. Then let's move to the third argument. The third argument is, to recap, is there a univocal objective reality outside the mind signified by uh, that common concept? Uh, here is his argument. Um, the meaning of ends is distributed in all the terms. Its meaning is common to what is distributed. If ends dis distributes its meaning to God and creatures, then ends is equally meant for both God and creatures. Then everything in which the ratio of ends is distributed participate of the meaning of the term ends. That's why we can state, at least logically, also metaphysical, if you are a realist, that uh, ends can be uh, common to God and creatures. Well, he keep on by saying, in metaphysics, then is written that an ends is auton, 
uh, or difference is itself or different from the other. Yes, I should, I should have added. Well, something is synchronically both, I think it is, and different from the other. Uh, or we can say an entity X is identical with itself and non-identical with other entities. Uh, true for God and creatures. We can say we can state both for God and creatures. If so, ants is, is distributed in just one way. Necessarily, because, because uh, yes, because necessarily the reality includes uh, all that is auton and different. Then they, uh, the term ants cannot be equivocal. Once we have the notion of ants, it can be distributed for different terms than the term ants as the singular and plural. Just because when we, we state entia, we are referring to both God and creatures. These pluralities suppone it two different nature. Well, in other part in the um, full book of metaphysics, uh, it said that ants dicitur de substantia et alis, sicut sanitas de animali et urina. Odoni, Odonis made two points. Uh, one he called dissimile, one uh, the other simile. Um, for dissimile, he said, is simile in as much as it is said of the substance to be ants as the fontana origo. Now, this, uh, this language, Fontano Rigo, came from uh, the Boetius um, commentary to Predicamenta, uh, specifically in the part in which he divided equivocation by chance and equi equ intentional equivocation. He said that in the intentional equivocation, we can have uh, Fontana Origo or Originatum. The Fontana Origo is, is what uh, firstly participate or, for instance, of the ends like substance for, for, for being and accident uh, derivatively. Yes, and this state of the accident to be ends as the originato. Dissimilar in as much as in urina there is not any forma sanitatis, but all the form is in the animal. Good. Uh, now, um, I, just, I just choose Geraldus Audonis for two main reasons. The first is that really um, the, the most of the literature is focused on Jaldus Donis just for his physical theories. The second one is that he really analyzed logically all his arguments. Well, today uh, we, have, we, are, um, we are seeing that in the contemporary analytic metaphysics, we are, um, we are seeing a, a, um, a revenge of analogy and university of being mostly in the, in the debate on uh, monism about existence and pluralism about existence. Well, the, the, um, uh, the, the, the rock of this uh, renewal uh, in the last decade has been this, this book uh, made by Chris McDaniel. It's called The Fragmentation of Being. But let's read one of these main parts. The generic sense of being is, is represented formally by the E, reverse B, E, in mat of mathematical logic. A natural thought, then, is that the specific sense of being also are best represented by quantifiers. Well, quantifiers are just um, the logical tools um, that the analytical school used to uh, predicate 
to uh, state the, the state the existence. Um, well, the quantifiers, according to the Phrygian and uh, Quinean tradition, range over, over all entities. Now, the criteria to understand which kind of entities exist is just what Quine said. Uh, um, well, all exist, all exist according to our best scientific theory, so we can, we can quantify of all, and we have just a sense, a meaning of being or existence. So we can say that uh, is, he is a monist, and also a nivoshist, like Peter van Wagen. Uh, but Chris McDaniel uh, keeps say, keep saying, the notion of a restricted quantifier, one that range over only some proper subset of that which the unrestricted quantifier range, is perfectly intelligible. Well, a proper, a proper subset of an unrestricted quantifier means that we can add near the, the E of the unrestricted quantifier um, a sort of a property or nature that restricted the entities on which the quantifier is ranging. Then, since of being are properly represented in a formal system by spatial restricted quantifiers. Um, for instance, Sam's happiness exists in a special sense. We can say that uh, the quantifiers is restricted to uh, this special sense to uh, to exist for the happiness, and we can say that something exists in a special way, and X is happiness. Restricted quantifier which range over entity, over all and only entity uh, which are inherent to the items or individuals. Then this is another, this is another formal representation. E, which, is, uh, which has the proper subset of abstract entities, we can say that exists an X in an abstract way, such that X is P and X is T. The advantage of this approach is that makes polyvochism compatible with quantificationism and avoid refined ways of being. Then, these are the uh, formal, um, these are the formal, uh, well-written formula, you know, the general, uh, what is spread in the most of the literature. Uh, there, is, um, there is an X according to the first quantifier such that uh, uh, y is identical to x, or the second one. Well, can it make sense? Can we say analogy uh, for this kind of um, ways of being? We said that for to state uh, an analogical um, an analogical sense of being, we need to we need for x to be strongly dependent from what is to be x, and Socrates and God and have a different reference to the word ends. Uh, so analogy of being is restricted to the nature of the, of the item or individual. Instead, ways of being are restricted to fundamental expression um, that is also called naturalness. Um, the fundamental expression means just what carve at the joint the reality. Um, well, according to McDaniel, when we have two different uh, ways of being, we have also a general existence. For him, general existence is just uh, an unrestricted quantifier, which is identical to a disjunction of all the other quantifier. Then we have 
uh, general existence as a univocal concept. That's the that's the uh, that's the, 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 the what happened basically in Scotus, and it seems to me that's what happened also in McDaniel, just because uh, they refer to ends in the same way as the two different quantifier defer to the refer to the general existence, but they differ in their intrinsic mode. And this is the problem when we have to say that there are ways of being, we just are saying that there exist different way of exist. So we are just stating a general existential quantifier. That's what Scott said, ileatum perque comune aliquod contrahitur, perque comune aliquod contrahitur, that is the general existential quantifier, adeum et creaturam sunt finitum et infinitum. These are his uh, fundamental um, fundamental restric restriction, finitum et infinitum, quidicunt gradus, gradus intrinsecus ipsius. Well, Odonis has a pretty um, similar view on the distribution of the notion of ends. This is, this is the argument, as we saw before, the meaning of ends is distributed in all uh, the terms. Its meaning is common to what is distributed. If ends is distributed, distributes its meaning to God and creatures, then ends is equally meant for both God and creatures. Same, ah, yes, he said that his ends is distributed in just one way, like the generic existential quantifier is distributed to uh, the other uh, ways of being. So it's practically, basically the same. That's why for me, more than analogy, it seems that McDaniel with, uh, um, consider himself an analogist of being as a good univocal account. Well, just beginning with Scotus, uh, uh, Scotus and Odonis' account of university of being, uh, in this period, I'm really um, uh, puzzling to, uh, about how can we a good analogical account in an analytic manner? Is there some Cayetan solution? Because for me, it seems, uh, seems very plausible in the sense that uh, being as multiple rationes as a no common nature, so no common existential quantifiers, different rationes related by similitude and proportion, but by, by a confused cognition, as um, Dominic yesterday uh, pointed out. So we can say that this confused cognition, which um, make us, uh, which make, make us maybe uh, confuse what are the different entities in the world and making us creating this general concept is just a, a, an epistemological vicious. I don't know, but it's, it's better to understand it, even if you have different solution. That's all, I finished. Thank you. <laughs>